Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is an Apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. strange song topped the music charts recently. In January of 2022, it reached number one on the global YouTube music videos rankings, where it has so far racked up more than 100 million views in just a few weeks. It went number one on Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes. The song's popularity helped the album bump Adele's 30 from the top of the Billboard 200 where it had reigned for six weeks, and it became the first soundtrack in two years to make it to the top. Since Billboard started publishing stats regularly, only a handful of animated film soundtracks have reached that coveted spot on top of the charts. They're mostly, as you may expect, Disney soundtracks. The Lion King in 1994, Pocahontas in 1995, and Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 in 2014. The 2022 song had an unusual rise to get to the top spot. It's not a power ballad like Let It Go and Can You Feel the Love Tonight. It has decidedly darker undertones. The character Bruno, who is not seen, is sung about by other characters who are clearly glad he is no longer part of the family. 
Bruno is blamed for many things, and he is shrouded in mystery. He's seven foot tall, rats along his back. He tells one family member their fish will die, the next day dead. He tells another person he'll grow a gut, and it happens just like he said, or someone's hair will all disappear. So for the family that remains, they don't talk about Bruno. The song written by Lin-Manuel Miranda for the Disney movie Encanto is all about a member of the Madrigal family who no one talks about, Bruno. After a falling out with the other members, Bruno has abandoned the family, and in abandoning them, he is banished from being referred to or even remembered. Talking about him at all is a no-no. No. What an outsider understands from listening to the insiders talk about Bruno is he says things that no one wanted to hear. He causes the rest of them to be flooded with emotions in their brain that they don't want to have. Bruno, the absent family member, frustrates his sisters and his mother, and they don't understand him or the way he thinks, which leaves the rest of them fumbling. They fear him because of the things he wants to tell them, which they don't want to hear. It's easier to shun Bruno than to try and accept him for who he is. The song We Don't Talk About Bruno became increasingly popular in the months after the movie's release in late November of 2021. It was bolstered by millions of views on TikTok as social media users posted their own videos about the song. Encanto is a movie about family, but it's also about trauma and how families connect, separate, and become estranged. For a Disney movie, there are some very heavy themes, including war and violence, and ruptures within what family members expect from each other and what they can't accept. We all have been told and taught that family bonds are unbreakable, but for many, family is their pain, and these relationships are broken. There's a certain type of loneliness that comes from being estranged from family and choosing to depart from the ties that are part of our genetics and our lineage. It is a lonely choice to be on your own. For some, it's better to be without a family than to be in one where they feel lonely and alone. Imagine school and work and offices shutting down. A virus or a variant is on its way, and the only safe place you could go was home to your family. But what is home and what is family? Thousands of students are in that situation in Britain alone, according to Becca Bland, the founder of a charity called Stand Alone, which researches and advocates for people who are estranged from their family members. Bland spent one Christmas lying to her boyfriend and his family, telling them that the reason she was alone over the holidays was because her parents had moved to Melbourne, Australia, from the UK, because they loved being outdoors, and the weather there was much better than in England. 
It was hard, Blanche said, to even say that word in her mind, estrangement. When spoken out loud, it always led to an awkwardness and a quick shift to another topic, like the weather. When she wrote about it, she realized that the awkwardness was real. But so was the flood of strangers, telling her that they had thought they were alone in their estrangement with family. What really struck me about it is that actually so many people felt that they were the only people that um, were going through this. So it was like this real sense of isolation that somebody could think that they were the only person in that position. And I kind of felt that's really interesting when you've got like 80 or 90 people saying, I feel like I'm the only person going through this. An estimated one in five families in Britain and 25% of American families, that's one out of every four, will experience estrangement at some point in the lives of the family members, according to one study. And chances are it's even higher than that, according to Bland, because many people don't want to be public about it. It made sense because I think there's a lot of stigma and people don't talk about it very often. And so just acknowledging that ultimately like people need a place to be able to talk about this, a forum to be able to be open, to feel more normal, to feel more that they can kind of have their experience of the world and that be recognised. That Christmas that she had with her boyfriend's family and the little secret smiles and winks and inside jokes that families have with shortcuts in shared history and memories made Bland acutely aware of her aloneness. She would pay money, she realized, to avoid seeing her own family. Yet at the same time, she felt isolated in having to hide that fact. Estrangement is on the rise, it's been suggested by experts, and has been called a hidden epidemic. For Bland, who is a life coach and a yoga instructor, the difficulties she's had in even using the word estrangement has kept her pain in the shadows. She knows her parents are breathing somewhere, but because she has chosen to cut off all contact with them, the image and lie of them being in another part of the world, in Australia, can be exposed and opens up again the wound of being on her own. Bland recently learned that her parents were seen by an old school friend walking past the local pub with a large dog. She always thought they hated large dogs. For years, she hid her estrangement, reluctant to admit that she wasn't in touch with her parents. I feel like I spent my whole career outing my shadows, really. But like, yeah, I lied about it and said that I wasn't, um, that my parents lived far away. That's why I wasn't in touch with them. And yeah, I just had a really funny kind of response to it because it was fine. I kind of felt that like I was on the right side of society, as it were. But I also felt I was on the wrong side of me, that I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't really putting myself out there. As a person estranged from family, Bland felt that she was upsetting an order that had been there in society, that there should be a connection, ingrained and unchallenged, that family was the answer to loneliness. We should have relationships where we don't feel lonely, but so often we feel lonely because there's a sense of belonging, a sense of self-acceptance that's missing. And I truly feel that like what we want to work towards sometimes is connection with others. But actually, our greatest way of overcoming loneliness is to have a really peaceful connection with ourselves.
few days after Christmas in 2019, a news outlet called me up with a request. The newsroom was offering a princely sum if I could locate and interview a man who was fighting with his family over his roles and obligations. He had come to Vancouver Island to spend Christmas there instead of with his own family back in Britain. If I couldn't get him to talk, could I try at least to obtain a photo, the editor asked. Prince Harry had run away from the castle and his family. A royal rift, the headlines called it. Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, has had an estranged relationship with her father, and in 1936, King Edward famously gave up the throne and his family for the woman he loved, Wallace Simpson, when he abdicated in 1936. That royal rupture led his brother to have to take over. Apparently, King Edward's mother and his sister-in-law never forgave him for choosing a spouse over his family, the kingdom. In Hollywood, there are many stories about family estrangement, from Britney Spears with her father to Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine, the only two sisters to have won Oscars for Best Actress. Joan Fontaine once said, You can divorce your sister as well as your husband's. I don't see her at all, and I don't intend to. And Olivia de Havilland, in an interview, said their relationship was estranged and in the last years, severed. Fairy tales, mythologies, and religion often have family estrangement as a theme. The evil queen, or stepmother, takes it to extremes and tries to kill her stepdaughter, Snow White. And in Greek mythology, one of the original 12 titans, Cronus, the son of Gaia, Earth, and Uranus, Heaven, castrates his own father and begins the separation of heaven and earth. A prophecy warns the new king that his own children would overthrow him, so Cronus swallowed his children as soon as they were born to keep them from usurping his power. Later, according to the myth, one of his sons, Zeus, who had been hidden away to avoid that fate of being swallowed by his father, exacts revenge by giving him poison. Cronus then vomits out his children, who end up waging war on him. And family estrangement is as old as the book of Genesis, when Adam and Eve's firstborn son, Cain, kills his younger brother, Abel, out of jealousy. It leads to Cain being banished and forced into exile to a place east of Eden called Nod, where he builds a city based on loneliness, and his lineage deteriorates and dies out. In 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, which was reviewed by William Kennedy in 1970 as being the first piece of literature since the Book of Genesis that should be required reading for the entire human race, a family is suspended in isolation and loneliness in the mythical town of Macondo. The Buendia family, descendants of Jose Arcadio Buendia and Ursula Ugaran, is trapped in generations of estrangement and secrets. These themes and symbolisms of holding tight to keeping secrets 
leads the Buendia family to their 100 years of solitude. And those themes and symbols are repeated in the Disney movie Encanto, which draws heavily from 100 years of solitude, with yellow butterflies that emerge from nowhere and the appearance of magical realism. That mystical fantasy is accepted as fact. The home in the remote mountains of Colombia, where the Madrigal family live, is a living entity where drawers open on their own and stairs flatten to keep children from going upstairs. And behind closed doors are whole worlds of jungles and ever-growing plants and flowers. The house is capable of holding all the different members of the family in one place, even if they are isolated and in solitude from the secrets they have from each other, including the biggest mystery of all, which casts a shadow over the family. What happened to Bruno, and why would he choose to leave rather than tell his family about how he felt and what he knew? His departure and disappearance are an acknowledgement that he understood his family believes he only brings them misfortune and sadness. Don't disappear. We'll be right back with what experts tell us we can learn from family estrangement. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're enjoying this episode, you might also enjoy Home Alone, Lessons Learned from Courageous Abandoned Children, Season 1, Episode 14. You can find it wherever you download your podcasts. 
Family estrangements became a popular topic in the media in recent years due to polarizing politics in the U.S. and Britain. Over just a three-year period from 2017 to 2020, the share of politically mixed marriages between a Democrat and a Republican fell. It's a trend that indicates in that period tolerance of interpolitical marriages is declining. In 1958, one poll asked, if you had a daughter of a marriageable age, would you prefer she marry a Democrat or a Republican, all things being equal? At that time, 18% of Americans said they would prefer their daughter marry a Democrat, and 10% said they would prefer a Republican. A majority of respondents said they didn't care. In 2016, in asking a similar question, more than 50% of people answered they did have a preference. 28% of respondents said they wanted their child to marry a Democrat, and 27% a Republican. The share who said they didn't care shrunk significantly, according to Professor Lynn Vavrick, a political scientist at UCLA. Even more recently, in 2020, a poll by The Economist and YouGov asked Democrats and Independents how they would feel if their child married a Republican and the other way around. Democrat and Independent respondents were more upset at 16% if their child married a Republican than the other way around with only 13% of Republicans and Independents saying they would be very upset. There were also divides in British families over Brexit, according to a study done at the University of Sheffield. A survey conducted by the Department of Sociological Studies with participants who had family members who voted differently from them found that some participants were very upset by the opinions of their relatives. But there weren't deep and lasting divisions in their personal relationships over these differences. In those cases, it takes skill and effort, according to the researchers, for people to make decisions about when to speak up and when to remain silent. There are times of the year when loneliness of family estrangement is particularly in the spotlight. In late fall, Christina Sharpa, professor at the University of Washington and co-director of the Family Communication and Relationship Lab, starts getting calls as the Thanksgiving and upcoming holiday season begins. Holidays when people return home to families and gather over a meal perfect opportunities for disagreements to break out. For someone who doesn't communicate with their family, what Professor Sharpa has found is that any day can bring up the loneliness of estrangement. I would say that for someone who's in the estrangement process, like any day could be a bad day. It could be Mother's Day, it could be a birthday, it could be a coworker who just asks you about your family. It could be any day that is triggering because it's it's a tough experience all year round for a lot of people. When Professor Sharpa first began looking at the research behind family estrangement, she didn't find much when she was in graduate school. In one class, she learned how the two different types of families 
had a gulf in the way the family members communicated within and to people on the outside. There was the typical traditional notion of family with heterosexual parents and kids. And then there were what was called discourse-dependent families, which were families that required more communication to justify themselves to other people. So adoptive families and step-families and all these different types of families that are stigmatized all the time are considered second best to these other types of families. And, I, you know, I got a lot of my uh, colleagues were interested in like these different types of stigmatized families. But I kind of started asking the question, like, are these intact families or are these families who have like this kind of imagined ideal makeup, are they doing that well? Are they really the gold standard to which we want to be judging all these other families against? And what I found is that, you know, just like any family, being biologically related didn't make them any more happy. And a lot of them were experiencing estrangement. What Sharpa came away with was challenging the idea that biology doesn't inherently foster happiness or connection or even unconditional feelings. To Sharper's surprise, when she sent out her research call to start interviewing people, she had expected a handful of responses. I had hundreds of people contact me in the first day of my study, and I was collecting in Iowa City, Iowa. Like, I wasn't, like, in New York. I was, like, in a little rural town in the middle of Iowa. And so there's a lot of shame around it. I think that we have this message in our culture that a family is forever, that we're obligated to our family. And so people felt, I think, and still feel that it's really hard and difficult to talk about that. As a communication scholar, Christina Sharpa understood how key the communication part was in the isolation many people felt when they were within a family and how isolating it was when they left those families. Because we live in a culture where families are considered always together, people have to work pretty hard to maintain that distance. Because of things like holidays and because of things like weddings or like people have to make really tough decisions. And because the families are systems and getting distance from one person is really complicated in a family system when you might or might not want distance from everyone else. When people are trying to gain distance from a person, they might reduce how much they talk, the quantitative communication they have. Perhaps only a phone call a month or a few times a year. They might also reduce the quality of the conversations, so they stop talking about the meaningful things in their life. It may be perfunctory. Everything is fine. Bye. In order to gain distance... Oftentimes, people reduce both. The part of communication that was important for me in understanding estrangement is that this idea that like families, just like any other relationship, is constituted in communication. That our relationships are communication-based. And like to have like a satisfying, productive relationship, oftentimes that requires communication, right? Communication can help us build a relationship, and it can help us create distance when a relationship no longer works.
If silence in a family is lonely, communicating can take us away from that loneliness. We can't change our biology, but we can change the way we communicate when we can reorder our lives to live the way we want to. The song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, is all about repression and how not talking about issues hides the reality that not everyone in a family can always agree or even get along. But not talking leads to secrets, and secrets leads to silence and mystery. A spoiler alert, Bruno isn't seven feet tall, and he doesn't ruin weddings by bringing in hurricanes, but that is what is whispered about. By speaking up, it's taking the loneliness out of family estrangement. That was why Stand Alone was created by Becca Bland. It takes a lot of loneliness to reach a stage where you can say a biological family that doesn't accept or understand you is worth leaving. It's not as lonely as staying among people who make you feel alone. Families can be defined in different ways, according to Christina Sharpa. And while we can't change our biology, we can change how we communicate, and we can create new families. The expectation that a family is set and unconditional isn't the reality for many people. What both Becca Bland and Christina Sharpa found is that loneliness comes when someone thinks they are the only ones who feel that way. Our definition and expectation of family can change, widen, and expand. And when we do that, it can diminish and reduce the pain and loneliness of feeling different and misunderstood. Family can be found at any stage in our lives, and we don't have just one family. While the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, is the runaway hit of the soundtrack and a defining point in the movie, my favorite song on the soundtrack is Dos Oraguitas, which translates us to caterpillars. All of us have to change, and that means leaving things behind in order to become butterflies, able to fly away. You must leave and build your own future. We may be alone but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Sound engineer is Jeff Devine. The music, Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Producers, Guillermo Serrano and Allison Pinches. I'm the host and writer, Peg Fong. Follow us at Apostrophe Pod and subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. The executive producer is Terry O'Reilly. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 